is hammered deep to center field and it's gone welcome back to the lone star state jada coleman puts an exclamation point on the start of the second inning with a bomb over the center field wall first pitch line down the left field line it is a fair ball and it's into the corner spikerman scores nicholas scores they're gonna wave home graham and he'll trot home it's a bases clearing double for blake robertson eight days to the spring game just to remind y'all because any of you forgot to have amnesia michelle tafoya wore me out last night <laughs> Those are big time, Doc. No, Dave, come here. You got Jays. Happy birthday, Doc. Thank you. <laughs> Hour three. T Row in the morning show was on a Friday, a, April 15th. Was that at 15th. the window last night? No, no, no. He called me out onto the concourse to see his new shoes. <laughs> okay, I got it. Okay. He, he walked down in front before the game. About 45 minutes before the game, you know, he walked down on the path. That's Doc B, by the way. He walked down on the path in front of me. He's waving at me. I see him. I wave back, and he's pointing at his shoes. And I said, I, I like him. I, he's like, he wants me to see him. So I was like, I'll, ta- I'll be out in a bit. I'll come, I'll come see you, and I'll come see your shoes. Right, that, so he walked away. Well, I got busy doing something else, and four or five minutes passed. And I, I look. Off to my right, you know how if all the windows are open, I can see through those windows over to the uh, upper concourse mm-hmm. off to my right? Right. And there's Doc at that glass now waving at me, like pointing <laughs> at his shoes. He's like, Standing you forgot. You told, me, you told me you were going to come see my shoes. And I was like, okay. So I went outside, and uh, he's, uh, uh, he's showing me his new J's. And, I mean... Could not be prouder. Could not be prouder of his new kicks last night. That's so, awesome. That's great. Uh, very. Those are big time, Doc. No, Dave, come here. You got Jays. Happy birthday, Doc. Thank you. <laughs> love what a it. sweet moment. I love it. So Doc B was there last night. Uh, unlike TJ, he was there in attendance. To watch the Sooners seven to three win over Pacific, do you know if your kid maybe is going to uh, play some pinochle or I don't know, um, skip rope or something tonight that'll keep you from coming to the game? Well, or is it too early to tell? If I'm being completely honest, 
We're we going to not, the lake. We will not be in town tonight or tomorrow, so we will not be at the ballpark on Friday or Saturday. I'm sorry. Are you going to the lake? It's Easter weekend, yeah. Is that to, like Easter weekend means that you go to the lake? Is that what that means? If we weren't at the lake, yeah, we'd probably be at Meemaw's, but yeah, we'll be at the lake. Okay, all right. Okay. Sooners went 7-3 to three last night. Here's Skip after the game. Skip Johnson. Coach, let's talk about your two pitchers that were in different roles tonight. First, Cade Horton. How would you think he did? At first, I mean, he walked out and was a little out of his element. You could tell um, kind of overcompeting, kind of out of control. But he settled in, which was really good. I mean, he got a big double play ball and settled in. You know he's got electric stuff. And I thought he got more comfortable. That's why I, we gave him the fourth inning to see. You know, I went down and talked to him, asked him how he felt kind of really felt better he really the second hitter in the second inning went 2-0 and he kind of it was right then when he went boom boom he started really feeling it really well and and uh, um Chaz was what we expected we we kind of thought his velo was better coming out of the bullpen uh, it was good watching uh, um uh calhoun get back in there um and keegan i mean keegan's been uh, a little bit sore and we He's still a little bit sore, probably, and get Jared to close it down. But our offense got big hits when we had to. Blake got a big hit with bases loaded to separate the game. It was that was what was the difference in the game for to me. You guys got home at 4:30 yesterday morning. Kind of a gutsy effort by your team to be ready to play tonight. They could have been weary. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, it's kind of a, a setup game for us. But we, you know, if you play against the ball and you and you your heart's in it, then. It doesn't matter what your body feels like. Give 100% of what you got. If you got 60%, give 60% of uh, uh, give 100% to 60%. So that's the biggest difference. We were talking during the game. Chaz Martinez, kind of the beauty of him in the pen is, you could bring him in to face one guy. You got a lefty-lefty matchup you like, or you could bring him in for three or four innings. Yeah, that's a, that's a great thing about it. I mean, he can he can go through the lineup because he's done that, and so uh, that's what we're kind of looking forward to. And we we got an extended period of time before we can start Boo again and try to throw his bullpen and try to go more pitches to try to get him up to you know four, five or six innings. Way to go, Skip. Thank you. Six thirty tonight, game two against Lamar, the Cardinals. 6 o'clock pregame, Blake Brewster back with me again tonight. TJ, have you heard the story about Tom Brady's uh, uh, final touchdown football? Yeah, about the auction and everything? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, for those who haven't, Tom Brady's final touchdown was sold at auction for $518,000, the football, the final football thrown by Tom Brady in his Hall of Fame career, half a million dollars plus at an auction. Leland's auction. Less than 24 hours after the sale, Tom Brady announced he's coming back. So the buyer was obviously like, wait, 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 <laughs> wait a second. I was told this was Tom Brady's final touchdown ball, and now it's not going to be, probably. So he asked for his money back, and everyone agreed. took about a month to work it out, but yesterday the sale was nullified. 
Quote, we wanted to do the right thing here, said Mike Hefner, president and partner at Leland's Auctions. Um, it's the most unique situation that we'll probably ever encounter in our lifetimes. They said they waited a year for it to be finalized just in case Tom Brady changed his mind again. But now they are convinced he means it and he's going to play. So the guy got his $518,000 back. Now, good for him. But how about the guy that sold the ball? Yeah. Who's out half a mil now because Tom Brady is so selfish. Yeah, life-changing money that is just gone. I, when this whole thing started uh, playing out and I, I heard that they were in negotiations over the ball and what was going to happen with it, I'm like, surely Tom will step up and say, dude, I'm going to buy the ball from you for what you had sold it for just to make it right. That's what I thought. No, this Obviously, is Tom Brady you're happen. talking about. I, I know, but like for him, that's just it's a drop in the bucket, man. And, and Even with the contract cuts he's taken over the years that Everybody's like, oh, well, Tom could have got more here, here. Uh, 500000 he's got it. He could have called that uh, the whole situation, called, had his agent call the people and say, look, Tom's right. going to give the guy, he'll buy the ball back from him for the 500 and whatever thousand dollars. Maybe he will today since it's getting maybe, a lot of publicity. Maybe. But. That's the right thing to do for him because it was life-changing money for that person that it's just you start envisioning the things that that's going to be, uh, you know, Help with your mortgage yeah. or, you know, kids to college or whatever the things yeah. are he's thinking he may do with that money, and it's just gone. Circle drive, maybe? Circle drive, maybe right. Some gargoyles. So that's rough, man, uh, on that guy. He's always wanted to go to McDonald's and order two double cheeseburgers, a 20-piece nugget, large fry, and large Dr. Pepper. Now he can. <laughs> you know, there was some controversy, too, at first, as to whether it was really Tom Brady's final football or not. Uh-huh. But they were able to get verified once they realized that it was slightly deflated. And they said, <laughs> the oh, yeah, well, this sign, is, yes. yeah, this is definitely Tom Brady's football. Come on, Tom. Do the right thing. Cut the guy a check. I think Tom Brady's getting slightly less likable in your eyes. I think well, you're I slowly know. coming to my side. I don't know that I ever thought he was the greatest human being in the world. I just think he's the greatest quarterback of all time. And I love watching him play football. I don't know what type of husband or dad or guy he is out in the real world. This will tell a lot, the, though. I don't see the separation in the two. I don't know. How <laughs> hey, by the way, how's Michelle doing? Any update? You dreamed about Michelle Tafoya anymore? Uh, no. Again, last night, I don't believe I had any dreams. So two nights in a row since the Michelle Tafoya dream that I don't believe I've had any type of dream. If, if I, did, I, I don't could get them. Michelle Tafoya on this show, would you be okay with that? Because I would obviously have to tell her the story of your dream. Well, sure. The dream was innocent. Like, nothing ever you happened. You were in like, bed with her at one point. Just sleeping. Like, there was nothing going on. There was, uh, you know... That was yeah, but totally I would innocent. Have to tell that part of the story. We Are were you engaged. We were engaged in the dream, uh-huh. right? And we did like to drive around in her yellow Mazda Miata. So I'm fine with you telling her about the dream. Absolutely. Okay, uh, I'm an yeah. effort getting Michelle on the show. If I can think of a reason for it, other than uh, just to tell her a silly dream, okay, we got to figure out what she's doing in life now to have her on. Maybe. 
Um, She's got controversial political stances, so I don't know oh, if you're going to be getting on anytime soon. <laughs> Is that why she's not working uh, That's sidelines anymore? Yeah, she said some stuff on The View that you know one oh. side took as controversial. And, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they said, well, we can't have her on the broadcast anymore. Okay. Well, probably, we probably shouldn't have her on the show. Um, men's gymnastics tonight, Lloyd Noble Center. Actually, this afternoon and tonight. The semifinals are today. If you want to go watch, uh, 1 o'clock will be the first semifinal. Six teams participating. They are. California, Illinois, Nebraska, Penn State, Stanford, and Springfield College, which I believe is where Bart Simpson went to school, isn't it, TJ? Um, I, it probably would have been, yes, Springfield Elementary. Seven o'clock tonight. The other semifinal has Oklahoma, Ohio State, Michigan. And then all of the United States Armed Forces, TJ, the Air Force, the Army, and the Navy will all be there. I don't think the Marines has a gymnastics team. Yes, people. She likes the Constitution. She's Republican. That's the controversy. I get it. Calm down. Oh, what'd you do? <laughs> I, I didn't say anything. I just said it was Come controversial on, to some. I didn't say I disagreed or agreed with her. Oh, my gosh. Relax, everyone. Relax. <laughs> She speaks the truth, they say. <laughs> so, uh, 1 o'clock, semifinal 1, 7 o'clock, semifinal 2. Top three teams at each semifinal advance to Saturday night's championship, also in the LNC. Sooner women advanced yesterday down in Fort Worth. They are into the final four, which will be at noon tomorrow on ABC. I like it. They're not going head-to-head this year. You've got the women at noon tomorrow and the men at 6 o'clock tomorrow night. So you could watch both. Theoretically, you could go to both if you drove quickly. Um, The women's Final Four is OU, Utah, Florida, and Auburn. So big gymnastics weekend. Hopefully the men advance tonight. We'll have both teams going for championships tomorrow. Any word from KJ or anyone with the program? Did the girls receive free overalls as a part of this uh, event? Oh, from Dickies. From Dickies, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's funny that you make that mistake. Dickies Arena is actually oh, named after the barbecue is it restaurant really? oh, there in town. Huh. Yeah. Uh, which I stopped at on my way home from Arlington the other day. Huh. Not Rudy's. I, I not as that good as Rudy's. That was an interesting choice. Not as good as Rudy's. Why is that an interesting choice? Like you ate it on the road? I did, and here's that why. That just seems difficult. Barbecue seems that's why I said an interesting choice. Barbecue yeah. seems difficult in the car. So I can ha- I can't have the uh, a bread or anything. But I can have the protein. So I I can, like, barbecue is a good thing for me because I can get some turkey or some brisket and be on my way. So I just got some sliced turkey and sliced brisket and uh, just ate a little bit as I drove along. Just grab a piece of turkey and pop it in my mouth. (laughs) Okay. I guess guess if you're not dealing with a bun and all that, I could. No bun, no barbecue sauce even. All right. Just pop a piece of turkey in my mouth and get down the road. So <laughs> okay. it's a little odd. It is a little odd. I'm not gonna lie. It'd be 
much simpler if I could go through a Whataburger drive-thru and grab a burger, but I, that's not where I am in life. I'm, again, I'm proud of you. This is I have uh, you've continued have, on this uh, and uh, reached stuck the point where I've got, yeah. like Clayton Kershaw. I've got to think about my health. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make it to the World Series here. You understand, TJ? Uh, so I got to think for long range. I appreciate your team effort. <laughs> Eight nineteen in the morning. Uh, all right, I feel like we're way behind on the text line, so let's hit some of your text messages next. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. T-Row in the Morning Show, RK Black is responsible for whatever it is that we've done in this 8 o'clock hour. I bring you the 8 a.m. hour. I'm not sure what exactly it is. 405-943-9800, rkblatt.com, office technology solutions, including copiers, fax, printers, scanners, document management, and so much more, rkblatt.com. Do you think you could do it if we had to come on and have like sports opinions for three hours every day? Do you think you could do it? At one point in my life, yes. I now, no, no. I don't have that no. many opinions. I just I can't anymore. Yeah, it's exhausting. Unless you to want to ask to me about a opinions. controversial baseball situation, <laughs> <laughs> then yes, I can. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. I want to hear you guys talk about Team Honey while gymnastic with the gymnastics coach talking about adhering to the apparatus. You tuned in yesterday. It's on the podcast from yesterday mm-hmm. with Mark. Yeah, we asked him about the chalk and the honey yesterday. Uh, TJ, can you share with us how to break in a new baseball glove? I would love to. Um, I've got, I don't know if you guys knew this. I've got a video on YouTube. You can go there. I put it all on YouTube. And just go and find me there. Search me. And I, I break down all the ways how to uh, break uh, uh, in. Do you have cell phone number? I only, ha- I only have his home phone. I never oh, got okay. his cell phone number. I still have his personal landline. So, uh, But, yeah, it's right there on YouTube. I break down the glove. Uh, Rangers suck. Astros are great, but TJ is right. Baseball is the best. Listen, I don't know who you are in the nine one eight, but you're lucky you're in the nine one eight. Oh, I, I like that. I, I do a show with the bad boy of Oklahoma sports radio. You want to come to me, me and come at me like that? That's me. Can I play an audio clip for you, real fast? Yeah. Uh, this is Joey Zanaboni. <laughs> Joey Zanaboni, play-by-play voice of the Fredericksburg Nationals, a.k.a. the Fred Nats. Uh, I think you'll enjoy this, TJ. Early 70s. A true hero. There's a fly ball out to right center. And this one is out of time. Lock it. Rock it! Restock it! T.J. White gets the Fred Nats on the board! <laughs> That's incredible, man. Uh, he worked on that for so long. Joey Zanaboni. Voice of the... This is his first year as play-by-play voice of the Fred Nats. Uh, and, yeah, I think he was... 
He had thought all off season. What am I going to say when they hit a home run? Early seventies. Got to roll it out last a night. True hero. There's a fly ball out to right center. And this one is out of town. Lock it, cock it, rock it, restock it. T.J. White gets the friend that's on the board. Uh, there was a point in there where I really thought he was going to say, you can put it on the board, yes! <laughs> uh, okay, go ahead. Finish reading some text messages. Sorry, that was too name's great TJ, to too, on. that hit it out. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. I don't know what that is. I got Joey Zanaboni, too. What a great name. The first McDonald's was opened by McDonald's Brothers in 1953. Ray Kroc did not open the first one. Oh, this person's going to dispute with you because he did buy it from some people. <laughs> that would mean I got that right, but uh, I know what your question was. Like, when did Ray Kroc take it into the uh, grand franchising scale that it went to? So, yeah. Uh, yes, and he did uh, probably get a, a heck of a deal on the purchase of McDonald's. Uh, McDonald's has a 20-piece, two fry, two cheeseburgers for 11 bucks. I'm embarrassed I know that, says this texter. Jeez. That's a deal, but that's just that's cheeseburgers. i got to have the double cheeseburgers. Uh, you don't eat that much. Every story starts with a drive-thru. <laughs> but he just told you. Well, Look I mean, how great he was. Don't you guys eat? People eat. Yes. Two, three meals a day. Okay, I just talk about mine on the radio. That's it. I'm saying, like, when I do eat, I don't eat, eat mounds of food or anything. I just get, like, I just order something. But, I mean, if I go eat with, like, Gabe Eichard, for example, mm -hmm. Gabe Eichard will order himself two appetizers, one or two entrees, two or three desserts. And I'm like, what? How? You know, I mean, some people just can just put away food, man. I I overheat. I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that I eat salads all the time. I I probably eat too much, but I think I got I think I got uh, I think I got the short end of the metabolism stick too. And we're not gonna talk about no. My let's today. not talk Come about on, it. TJ. Uh, do we want more text or we want pet of the week or we want to do pet of the week next? Segment? More text. More right. text. Uh, more can we text. get a happy birthday to Brian? I'm guessing that's Hauk or Hawk, H A U C K. Big Sooner fan, and he's definitely listening right now. Uh, happy birthday, I'm perfectly Brian. happy saying happy birthday to people. But like Teddy and Gabe do this whole thing on their podcast with happy birthdays. That's not our deal. Do they charge for it? I don't probably they probably uh, I don't know how, what they do, but they got a whole happy birthday segment thing. So I don't want to infringe on their territory. Right. Who who are we saying happy birthday? Brian. To? Brian's happy birthday. birthday Brian. out there listening. Happy birthday, Brian. Hey, uh, hey, Brian. Hey, Brian. And this one is out of town. Lock it. Cock it. Rock it. Restock it. There you go. Happy birthday, Brian. Where's pet of the week? Victor, I'm mad, TJ. Please read my text. <laughs> Calm down, Victor. This person says grass growing is better than baseball. 
See, you're one of the fools I'm talking about out there. These are the people that are in our society that find themselves on Twitter and allow me to say, look how stupid the people are we live around. Here's the deal, though. If I could, please. The way that person feels about baseball is the way you feel about soccer. Now, why is your opinion on soccer valid, but their opinion on baseball invalid? Um, again, it goes back to my original point. I'm American. <laughs> kind of. I mean, you did cheer for Dirk Nowitzki for a large majority of your life. When so he played in America. That is questionable. For the most American franchise there is in the NBA, the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, run by a Cuban. Run by a Cuban. I want to, TJ to tell Venables face-to-face he's going to the lake. <laughs> no way. I've got tickets to the spring game. I'm not going to the lake that weekend. Football. Of course he'll, he'll be, be there for football. He'll be there at the spring game. <laughs> uh, Toby, you only live once. Eat all you want, this texter says. Well, I'm not going to live for long if I do that. Uh, this one says, uh, Fred Nats, long-lost cousin of Stanley Yell Nats from the movie Holes. And uh, the last one here, Gabe Eichert does eat a ton of food. Someone's verifying that for you. So much food. All right, break time. Hey, Teach, what do you say we do Pet of the Week? Please, can we do Pet of the Week so Victor will quit yelling at me? I'm starving, by the way, now. All this food talk today. Brisket does sound good now all of a sudden. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. I fall out to right center. And this one is out of town. Lock it, cock it, rock it, restock it. T.J. White gets the Fred Nats on the board. Welcome back. I feel so inferior now. Um... What a call. You need to step up your game. No joke. Track wall gone. No joke. Maybe this will put me in a better mood. Hang on, let me see. Those are big time, Doc. No, Dave. Toby. You got Jays. Happy birthday, Doc. Thank you. Yeah, that makes me feel better. (laughs) Okay, Teach. It is time for our pet of the week. Brought to you, as always, by Dr. Oz. Uh, TJ, who is our pet of the week Dr. Otto, University Animal Hospital. Okay, Canine Corral, your doggy daycare grooming resort destination right here. That's as close as I've ever been right there. That's pretty close. That's pretty close. Our pet of the week today is Teddy. (laughs) (laughs) Not layman. Sorry. Um, Let's say sorry, ladies, but there's probably as many guys out there that... Football god Teddy Lehman's up for adoption. I'm going to go get him. Um, Teddy is a handsome six-year-old neutered shepherd. Completely bald. Uh, No, that's not true with this one. Teddy's brown, weighs 57 pounds. Uh, Teddy is a mess. There is uh, there's no no bald here. He's got hair all over the place. In fact, I think he just got back from the groom. Uh, the groomers and uh, had what, what do the women have? Um, a blowout. I had to be careful there. A blowout. 
Yes. Yeah, they get a blowout. That's what Teddy had done at the uh, at the salon. I think he mm-hmm. is very proud of the bath he's just recently yeah, had. Horrible dog, man. Oh my goodness, he's cute. Like uh, biggest smile you've ever seen on a dog. Yeah. Just happy as can be. Big perky ears. Just hair all over the place. What Shepherd kind of mix. A mix. Do you think that is uh, Shepherd and something really fluffy? Maybe a Pomeranian. I don't know what happened that night with that shepherd and Pomeranian, but <laughs> Teddy's the result six years later. Uh, older dog, but still a lot of life left in him. But eh, not, only six. Well, that's what I'm saying. Not puppy stage, yeah. though. So right, 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 right. He looks very well behaved in this picture. Like, oh, yeah, you want a pick? Yes. I sit. just had my hair did. Let me let me sit here for you and <laughs> smile. Um, it, I, cute. All, all you can say is this dog is extremely cute. Light brown, brown kind of. Mixed all over the place with just, really, I can't even describe the hair. Because on the side there, it looks like it's short, but then it just goes all over the place. Like he put some gel in it and spiked it up. So, very cute dog. Um, Yeah, I, this is one of the cutest ones we've ever had, in my opinion. And, uh. I love everything about him. He's maybe you mentioned he's smiling. He's got a beautiful fur. Uh, I like the age, mature, but still lots of life left. I don't. I don't. He's a good looking boy. It's a good boy. Is what he is, TJ. It's good. He's, a, he's good. He's a good. He's a good boy. If people are interested in adopting Teddy, how can they get in touch? <laughs> Teddy Lehman, they can uh, contact me directly here at the station. I'll see if I can set that up for you. Teddy the dog, the shepherd mix, uh, Norman Animal Shelter. Give them a call. Tell them you want an appointment. That's good. That's a good thing. (laughs) 405-292-9736. If you're out of the area want to see what animals are available in your area, adoptapet.com. Put in your zip code. It'll bring up the shelters near you. And uh, you can give a wonderful deserving dog a home. Brought to you by Dr. Otto, University Animal Hospital. And OK K9 Corral. I am. Uh, I, I'm trying to get to the bottom of this McDonald's thing here a little bit. And yeah, I think as far the, as the date and the purchase, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the key is that Ray Kroc opened his first McDonald's. Was the part of the, the where we have the separation in the facts? What you know, the person that texted in. In 1955. Right. Uh, because when it opened in 48, it wasn't McDonald's. It, just, it wasn't Ray Kroc that opened his first franchise because he franchised it out. So I think that's the key to the questioning there. So anyway, uh, for some reason that was bothering me, but we got to the bottom of it. That's your pet of the week, everyone. Uh, Call now. This is a beautiful dog. And every time we bring a dog up on the air, they get adopted quickly. So if you are interested in Teddy, uh, you can do two things. You can listen three to six today, or you can call Dr. Otto or uh, the number TJ just gave you. And uh, uh, he will let you know what you need to do. You actually get an extra hour of Ted today. He's back to the two to six today. How come? Our man Parker Thune's out. Oh, is that out recruiting or something? Uh, Good Friday. Good Friday. So Parker is uh, out today. 
observing the Good uh, Friday. Observing the Good Friday. So Connor okay. will be in with Steely, and then uh, Teddy's jumping in early back at 2 o'clock with uh, Tyler. How about that? A full workload for Ted today. I like it. Very generous with this time. To, I haven't got to listen to their show in a while, so I will check them out on my drive down today. I'm trying to decide if I want to get there in time to see the entirety of that first game this afternoon or if I'm just going to cruise in three or four innings into it today. I'm going to throw a little crimp in my style because I'm going to have to go find the Sooner somewhere else uh, to get my pregame stuff today because the field's going to be busy. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't thought about that. Lamar and Pacific Mm -hmm. playing at 2 o'clock today. Hopefully they play expeditiously. I've been told Lamar has been promised an hour between games minimum. So if they go past 5.30, that means we're going to be starting past 6.30, which means my pregame is going to need more in it. So I'm hoping that we play a fast game one today between Lamar and Pacific. Have a little bit of an NCAA regional feel to it today, Deej, where you play a couple of games in one day, which will be cool. Looking like the uh, perfect day to have that. So I'm not sure how tomorrow will be for you guys. I think it's spotty. I think it's going to be spotty for you. But give me the forecast. Um, I just know that it's going to be much colder and uh, spotty rain. So it may be something where mm. they don't delay the game or don't hold it up, but you may be playing through it. So. Hmm. Okay, let's see here. Especially today, as early as the game is. 88 and windy today. Tomorrow, high of 59 with a 30% chance of rain. Let's look at next Saturday. Next Saturday, rain forecast is down, TJ. High of 78. We're down to a 20% chance of rain. That's next good. Saturday. That's good. That's a good thing. Uh, by the way. I found out yesterday that I get to have an exclusive interview with someone next week. An exclusive? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure he'll have a press conference or something, but we're going to sit down and chat for a while. With the head ball coach? No. Mm-mm. I can't say any more than that, TJ. Mm, that tells me who it is. Can't then. Say I, I know who it is. That. I know who it is. That's easy to guess then. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. Um, hopefully he'll keep his language in check, but I hope he says something noteworthy. I, I think we're going to talk just about his career, not going to get into the whole, you know, all the other stuff that he talks about on podcasts and things. So we'll see. Mm, now I'm we'll confused again. I thought I knew who it was. Now I'm confused again. Baker Mayfield, TJ. Baker Mayfield. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Going to be back for the. I'm sitting there uh, thinking of current players and stuff and. No, no, no. Baker's back for uh, for his statue, and we're going to sit down and chat next Friday, I think it is. Hey, part of that podcast, the clips and stuff, and a lot of people bending stuff and a lot of controversy with some of the stuff he said on there. Um, why have this, – this is one of my great ideas I came up with yesterday. Why in the world has no one in this local area put out a Baker Mayfield potato chip, called them Baker Chips? And have them be a spicy flavor. I don't get it. Well, again, he was stacking chips on the shoulder in that podcast, you know, with uh, oh. some of his comments and stuff. We always talk about Baker yeah, yeah, with yeah. the chip chips on, on the shoulder. shoulder. Chip on his shoulder. Baker chips. And they're all spicy flavors. That's a great idea. Not bad. You're the man. It's not Go bad. Go do it. I might have to do that. Go do it. 
That's a great idea. Baker chips. But yeah, they would only no sell plane. around here there's or whatever. Plain. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there's no plane. There's there's some spice and kick to them. Uh, and they would only sell probably in Oklahoma and maybe whatever city he's playing in at the time. But that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. There's local products that are just sold in Oklahoma. Not your best idea you've ever had, but it's a good idea. <laughs> Baker chips. Ask him uh, when you interview him if he would uh, mind me putting his face on the package are you of some gonna potato be, chips. Are you going to be okay to be on with Chris Plank today? Are you guys in an okay place? I think so. I think so. Okay. This could be interesting. TJ and Chris at each other's throats yesterday. We'll see if they've uh, healed their differences or not. We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. Time for the crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. We go live now to the state capital of Texas where we are joined by Chris Plank. Chris, are you okay being on the air with TJ today or would you rather not? I love TJ. It's just, like I said, my, my favorite part of TJ is when he's really, really passionate about a topic. He doesn't care. He's just going to, he's going to, um, you're going down. That's mm-hmm. why usually instead of even debating or arguing, I'll just change my opinion. I'm like, yeah, no, no, no. I agree. <laughs> it's easy. We established that's especially true with baseball this morning. We yeah. went through a psychological yeah. study plank and uh, baseball is really where that's. He's actually true. a very TJ's actually a very reasonable person, willing to negotiate or cha- or be or change yeah. his opinion if if somebody presents a solid argument. With one exception, and that's the sport of baseball. He's right, you're wrong when it comes to baseball. Don't have a problem with it. It's just I yeah. don't want to be on the other side of it. I don't want to be. I don't want to take those bullets. I'm sensitive. I curl up in a ball. I don't argue well. Um, no. <laughs> Hey, I have a question for you, though. Go Go ahead. So I'm struggling with something on replay, and here it is. Sometimes it's obvious what's being replayed. Other times it's not. And nobody cares to really truly tell you what they're replaying or what they're looking at. You're preaching. You're preaching to the choir here. Oh, okay. I mean, I just, again, I'm not, like, sitting here. Last night's a great example, okay, where – we're in the third or, or fourth inning, and Jada Coleman goes to steal first. Well, as you look up, you realize she's getting thrown out because she stumbled, right? And so she's midway between first and second. Ball's thrown down. She's tagged out. Oklahoma challenges. Immediately, someone in front of us goes, oh, there was contact as she left first base, which would make sense because she stumbled. Mm-hmm. And then someone said, no, they're, qu- they're checking whether or not there was uh, obstruction at second base where they blocked the bag, which I think is fairly specific to softball. Um, and then it's like, no, 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 there was, there was something at home plate. So, I mean, can there, even if it's just, I mean, they go over there and they stare at the monitor for a little bit. Can there not be like a, a liaison somewhere that says, here's what they're looking at and maybe not in situations? <laughs> okay. It is so you've a, dealt with this then. Yes. It is a maddening deficiency in the diamond sports. Major League Baseball yeah. has addressed this this year, Chris. 
They've right. put a microphone on the crew chief. And after they have a replay, he explains to everyone what they were reviewing and what the decision was, just like an NFL referee does. It's tremendous. Right. I've, I've seen it a couple of times now this week, and um, like it was like it just made me smile. I was like, that was so refreshing just now that he explained that. I knew what he was looking at in this situation, but I was like, having him just tell me made me feel better right then. Good. In college. You know, I understand it's an extra expense or whatever, but everybody at, at this level, you know, at the Power Five level, we can afford to put a mic pack on a crew chief and have them explain to us, not just for the fans in the stands, but for the TV and radio broadcasters and everybody watching and listening. They just, they don't even think anybody else is paying attention. <laughs> Oh, they can read our minds. Everybody knows what we're going to go look at and why we made the decision we made and all this kind of stuff. I mean, there are so many intricate rules in baseball, and I assume softball too, that, I mean, just explain it to us. What were you looking at, and why did you reach the verdict you reached? But, Dad, come it, it's frustrating. There was a play at Bedlam last week where the guy caught and dropped the ball in center field for OSU, and they put – Blake Robertson back at third base, and everybody's going, what in the world? What just happened here? And it was it was ruled correctly, but nobody knew the rule, and it would have easily been rectified if the umpire had just come on and said, all right, here's why we're doing this. But and they don't. I, I think, I think too, and just not to belabor this point, because we both won last night. Let's go. But um, here's the thing. You're bringing so many new sports fans into both college baseball and, and maybe, you know, more so college softball right now. But you mentioned those intricacies of the rules, right? There's differences. So, sure. you know. Well, sometimes we don't even know what they're challenging. Right. So I just, I, I feel like it would behoove, well, not just the broadcasters, but the fans and everybody to give us a little bit more of an idea, right, of, yeah. what's, of, of, of what's going on. Preach! <laughs> Chris, have the a great call tonight. A problem with yeah. when replays introduced into your it's sport. Exactly I'm like, right. oh, exactly. Right. About this. Go get us another couple of wins down there, okay? Yeah, thanks, Toby. TJ, tell Chris. TJ, tell Chris you love him. I love you, Chris. We love each other. There's no question about it. Okay, very good. Now I feel better you. going into the weekend. Now that makes me feel better. Thank you, guys. <laughs> six thirty game tonight. OU and Lamar. Six o'clock pregame. I'll talk to you then. Have a great Easter weekend, everybody.